Well, greetings, friends. I'm Justin Bailey, and I teach theology here at Dort University. I once met a woman whose testimony was that she was driving down a road one day. She was despairing and despondent, uh, near the end of her rope, ready to give up. And as she happened to drive down this road, she drove by a bridge and saw two large words emblazoned on the side uh, in graffiti. Trust Jesus. And she said, I saw those two words and they arrested my attention and I pulled the car over and gave my life to Jesus Christ. It was just words on a bridge, but it turned my entire life around. Now, I admit that my first thought when I heard that was to start a particular kind of art ministry, painting biblical messages on the side of bridges. But my second thought was something like this. Why is it that God's messages don't seem to arrest my attention in that way? Why does it seem that more often the Bible just seems to bounce off my brain? So I found great help in Psalm 29, which is a psalm about the voice of God. It's a psalm that has a message that is simple and yet quite powerful. The strength that you need for today, for tomorrow, for every day, is found in hearing God's voice. In the time we have together today, I'd like to share with you from it. Psalm 29 is a psalm that begins in heaven, in verse 1. Ascribe to the Lord, O heavenly beings, Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. It begins in heaven and it ends on earth with a benediction over God's people. Verse 11, may the Lord give strength to his people. May the Lord bless his people with peace. Notice that the word strength appears both in the very first verse and the very last verse of Psalm 29. In verse 1, worshipers are invited to ascribe or give strength to the Lord. And then in verse 11, God is asked to give strength to his people. It's as if when we join the worship of heaven, ascribing to the Lord glory and strength, surrendering our strength and glory to God, that God in turn breathes his strength into us. And the way that he does this is by speaking to us, by the power of his voice. That's what we see in the middle part of the psalm. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon to skip like a calf in Syrian, like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord flashes forth flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. These verses are written from the perspective of a person who's watching a thunderstorm. And for the psalmist, the thunderstorm is a revelatory experience, one that has earth-shattering effects. Notice the sorts of verbs that are used in this section. Thunders, breaks, flashes, shakes, makes. With these verses, the psalmist is illustrating vividly what he says in verse 4. The voice of the Lord is powerful. When God speaks, things happen. Creation moves to respond. The earth gives way. When God speaks, his voice breaks and shakes and makes. 
And this is one way to discern whether you are receiving the word of God as it truly is, as God speaking with power into your life, and when you are receiving the word of God as mere information. When God speaks, it's not just information. It is inspiration, literally God breathing life into you. It is illumination, the Spirit of God shining light on the darkness of your path, of your mind, of your heart. And it is an invitation to surrender your glory and your strength so that God may breathe his strength back into you. Notice that in verse 9, as the storm comes down, as God's voice is heard, the only response of God's people is to find a single word to cry, glory. Glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord, O defender nation, glory and strength. Then in verse 10, the psalmist paints a picture of God, this God who speaks, sitting enthroned over the floodwaters. The Lord sits enthroned over the flood. The Lord sits enthroned as king forever. Floodwaters throughout scripture are representative of chaos that which is beyond human control. And just as the Spirit of God moved over the surface of the waters in the very beginning, God still moves over the surface of our chaos, still speaking to bring light out of darkness, order out of chaos, and something over what appears to be nothing. The strength that you need for today, for tomorrow, for every day, is found in hearing God's voice a voice that breaks, shakes, makes, turns deserts into gardens and mourning into dancing. The voice of the Lord is powerful. And this is why God can give strength to his people and bless his people with peace. But there's one final piece here. In the book of Matthew, when Jesus dies, there is an earthquake. So too, when Jesus rises again, there is an earthquake. Why? It is because God is speaking. When Jesus Christ died and rose again, it was the most momentous, most earth-shattering, most revelatory event in human history. And it was the clearest that God has ever spoken. God is not silent. He has spoken and he still speaks through his Son. So when you open the Bible, may you not be satisfied with mere words. May you encounter the God who with every word whispers, trust Jesus. May you hear his voice and may it give you the strength that you need for today, for tomorrow, and for every day of your life. May the Lord give strength to his people. May the Lord bless his people with peace. Amen.